everyone, welcome back to Mission Impossible. Hi everyone, so it's Liv and Emma. Um, today we're actually, we've got a special guest. So we won't say too much now because she's just going to introduce herself in a moment, which is very exciting. Yeah, and today we're calling this one Working It Out, so that gives you a little hint. So we just want to basically work it out, see what it, it, what it is about this problem that we think is going on, how we can maybe change it, how it is changing, and I'm talking rubbish, so let's pass you on to... Alice Jennings. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Alice Jennings. Um... Hi Alice, so we're so happy to um, have you on the podcast. So if you could just tell us a bit about you and maybe your Instagram for the people who are listening. Just, if, yeah, just give us a little intro about you and the industry you work in as well. Okay, so I started personal training three years ago and that's when I started my Instagram, which is Alice Jennings Fitness. Um, started it because I've always kind of been into sport, um, professional sport when I was younger and I just kind of fell out of love with the sport I was in and then took it on to personal training. I love to go in the gym and just wanted to help people really. Um, Amazing. <laughs> you still flex, didn't you, Al? Yeah, athletics. Yeah, I thought so. high jump was like my best one. Um, but I think obviously it's a different scenario now. There's a lot of pressures in that and having to train so much um, I kind of like grew out of love with it even sort though it was like my a bit whole life when I was younger it was just like the time was up and kind of moved on from it. So now we know we all know that you've started off with sort of sports things like that and now you've come more into the PT inside of things women guidance so can you tell us a little bit more about this? So as I said I started and it was kind of just I got into it from enjoying it myself and it wasn't until probably a year into it I could see how I was helping other people and how positive um, exercise made them feel mentally and I'd get like comments saying oh I can't believe how much I, f I feel better in myself mentally but also the changes in my body I'm seeing and just from that really I quit my other job I was doing at the same time and um, oh, just, just sort of decided to do it full time because um, I think you just have to have a passion it's like yeah I love sport but then it wasn't until I did that that I realised, okay, actually, it's not about the sport anymore. It's more for helping the people. And that's why I'm in it, not because I like to train. Like, at the mm. minute, for me, training probably is comes second. So some days I'm like, right, I'm going to be planning my training and I'll have a really busy day with clients. And then not even fit my own training in because they come before me. Like, that's my passion now, not myself. That's, <laughs> and that's so good for other people as well. Yeah. Because, say, if you're in, say, if you're being coached, and obviously training is important, but then there are other important things in life as well. There's definitely but, some more aspects to it. You need to have a balance. Yeah, and yeah that's course, really good. Of and like teaching people and girls especially to like love themselves as opposed to like loving the actual train. And they obviously yeah. love the train as well, but loving it's themselves. All, it all comes yeah. as part of the parcel. And any, well, I feel like for you, for what you've just said, you're not going to get the best outcome for that client if you're not changing the way they're sort yeah, of thinking and, and educating always, them yeah, in a way. And I always say like, focus on the, the nutrition and the other stuff and then the transformation picture I suppose yeah. is, is just a byproduct of yeah. the glow this, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a byproduct of all these things you're doing consistently day in day out you focus on them and then in enough time whether it takes four weeks to eight weeks like everyone's obviously different and um, usually a good six months to see a good difference yeah. but that's just the byproduct it's everything else in between so how how much better you feel mentally and and um, how how healthier you are in, inside of you not just what you look like no so obviously 
treating yourself with the body, the, with your body with the right nutrients, um, obviously will have a massive impact on your health as well as your your physical. Yeah, image. I get what you mean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely um agree with that. And um, so we were just thinking for our first question, uh, what do you feel the majority of girls that maybe come to you or ask for your help are insecure about in contemporary society? Um, probably a lot of them come to me. Now, I've got a lot of girls doing the home because I think that to them, it's quite desirable that they don't have to go into a gym. Oh, yeah. Where a lot, so many, so many people, it actually breaks my heart how, how people just won't even go into a gym because they're scared of what people will say, people looking, scared of being around other people, obviously, in gym clothes. The stigma that sometimes comes with exactly. a gym. Exactly. Yeah. Like, seeing all the girls in there with the, as we were just talking about before, yeah. like, their extensions in, like... Full face of makeup, a lot of them, and in their little bow and tea sets, yeah, like definitely. looking sick. And people just look at that daunting and think, for a lot of yeah, people, exactly. yeah, And yeah, it's just that. And a lot of people now, I think, come to me because they realize that they can do that at home. So a lot of girls I have from the gym as well, but recently it's got bigger from the home side of things, especially with the lockdown, as yeah, well. with lockdown, of course, where it all started. Um, but yeah, just changing their image and having um, a bit more confidence to like going to the gyms and mm. do things on their own and having a plan set out that I can give to them. Not walking in there and being like, looking at all the machines, like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, it's so daunting, like we just said. Mm. Um, and obviously with the Peach programme I do, you get, you get videos for each session. So if you don't get the videos and you kind of have no idea, you can watch on YouTube, yeah, but sometimes you need that little bit more guidance to mm. understand what you need to do in the gym and how to use each thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that sort of resonates with me as well because when I was younger and I first started the gym, I was used to be petrified to go in there. Mm. But like now I feel fine. It's just a confidence yeah. thing. But then like, so it's a shame that girls do feel like that, isn't oh, gotcha. it? Like I did. Pressures, so yeah. At the start, I used to go to like pure gym and sort of fitness. I'd only go in the women's bit and... Oh my god! If I, I'm a sweater as well. I'm, I'm a sweater. Oh I know that I'm a sweater. Alice has coached me before, but she's been my only PT, and she knows me inside out like that. And I really enjoy it because, as we've just said, it's more of a lifestyle. And with me, I have everyone has ups and downs in their journeys, and I feel like Alice is there with me as a friend as well. Stand, or, I've got to know you. Yeah, she knows how I tear and how I wear and how you sweat and how I sweat. <laughs> Uh, but we just have an absolute laugh because it's nothing like when you get off a machine and don't tell me you haven't been there you get the bum smack because we've all been there. Mine's my forehead. I'll do, I'll literally do like, even if I like a couple of sprints on the treadmill and my hair looks wet. Like I look like brown hair. So I've been running to the toilet like dabbing my face with like, and then coming back It's all coming out and you've got toilet paper like stuck to your forehead. But then doesn't that show like the pressure that girls feel to look good in the gym? Exactly. Like, to work so out. it is that that pressure is always, I think, still going to be there and it's about sort of normalising it that we all feel like this and you see plans like Alice's and not even just fitness plans and things like that just honestly talking about it yeah and trying to sort of conquer this fear just helps they it's actually fine to go in the gym and feel confident and just yeah. people get on think with it. they are the only person they're like the amount of girls that I have started like I'm so nervous and I'll have girls that are like is it really bad that I couldn't finish the session today and I'm like well no mm. not at all and about I've got five girls at the same time saying Alice, I don't think I can do this. Not it's not for me. The first session was horrendous, and I was like, "Of course, it's your first session. Like, yeah, it's you're putting your body under this stress that it's never been under before. Like in any situation, that's going to happen. And um, it's not it's not a reflection on you. And people just think it's just them, and it's only them feeling uncomfortable, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's out of their comfort zone. Yeah. They could understand that everyone like starts somewhere, and everyone has been in that situation before where they think, "Oh my God, I cannot do this for the next five weeks." 
Okay, Alice, so do you think, are there any other insecurities that you think maybe girls feel, in, feel insecure about and how do you think it affects the industry? Um, I think, obviously, Instagram plays such a massive part in everything and um, everyone kind of comes to me and saying they want, I want this small waist and big bum um, from what they see on Instagram. And a lot of the time, those pictures are probably edited. People that they are looking up to and don't want to name drop but like the kardashians for example where it's all come from um and it's not achievable and you've got to have realistic goals yeah, yeah. and <laughs> what's best for you isn't it alice like what what works best what works for you exactly. for your body because some of these things me and Liv talk about this all the time probably you've listened to our other podcasts we talk about it all the time don't we yeah. Live like instagram yeah social media like um industry that influence us so how we feel the pressure to get that perfect body but not every, yeah. everybody's perfect body is different because of genetics and things like that and it's dependent mm. on themselves all yeah. in all and what every everyone's got different goals as well some people obviously i know that alice will talk a bit more about this but people are on maintenance calories mm. and deficits people are i don't know mm. all for personal reasons and all to do with their shapes as well and so should we even be saying about calories and should we be putting this number on it do we think all the time i think a number i've speak, spoke, spoke about this so many times and the numbers are all around it like on the scales and People saying to me, okay, another goal would be, I want to be nine stone. It's like, well, you could be nine stone and you could look the same. It doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah. I did a post recently and I've got a few clients that are all the similar, um, like, weight on the scale. It amazed me, this post. And there was, like, four girls that were all about nine stone and they all had completely different body shapes. Four, like, three or four girls that were, like, 11 stone, completely different body shapes. And actually one of the clients said to me like, thank you so much for doing that post because she's like, it's really made me realise that putting myself next to those two other girls, like it's not about the scales. And she was actually getting worked up the week before about the scales. And I just said to her, right, I, I, I hate them. Sometimes obviously they are very good in measuring and if they don't affect you mentally, you can obviously see if you're progressing with the plan that you're on. But a lot of the time, fuck. So we got rid of the scales and compared the pictures again. Amazing pictures, measurements going down, and that's what we wanted. But this number on the scales, and like you said, these number of calories that people obsess over, it's like, why not think about how it's affecting you mentally, how it's affecting you physically? And um, do you feel better? Yes, great. Do you look better? Does it matter? No, you feel better, and obviously you're getting healthier. And with the pandemic, obviously, it's more important now to be healthy because as you know if you're obese you're more likely to like die from this disease or any disease in fact i think this just has heightened that and people i think should get into fitness because of this and not because of an image they see on instagram yeah, yeah. i think that's so important and also when you say um the scales and you say oh i want to get to nine stone and then you say oh you might not look different yeah well then some people rely on that they think oh, I'm gonna to get to nine soon and I'll be really happy. Yeah, but oh, like they, they rely on that. But you're never happy. Yeah, really. you, you, you always want you're more. Never gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone does. I do. I no. did like a cut last year. I got sense of it, and I was thinking everyone was saying to me, "Oh, you look great," and I was like, "Yeah, but I want more." Ex yeah, you always want more. So the yeah. next year you're like, "Right, okay, I'm gonna go through like a bit of a bulking stage," and then the year after you're better. And it even myself is that like I know I shouldn't be, but you just do and. You probably you feel the pressure happy. yourself as cool. well. Obviously, I've been this coach, you're really well known, um, especially in our area. Me and Liv yeah. think you're really great what you do. Um, obviously, 
this isn't just what we're facing as coming to you. I think it's between all girls. Mm. Do we all yeah, agree on that? God, that yeah, absolutely. And probably men as well, like yeah. we've, like we've mm. addressed before, but especially girls and with the social media. And it actually flows onto our ne- next question, which was, do the scales have power um, over us? And I think that this shows that they do. Yeah, do you massively. Think, do you think they do have power oh, over God. us? Yeah, completely. I think everyone's the same. Like you can think one week, I've worked, absolutely worked my ass off. I've hit all my cardio sessions. I've done all my weight training. I've been hungry at night time. Like I've been drinking Diet Coke just to like get through the night. Why the hell have the scales not moved? Yeah. And for myself, I know the depending factors. And well. I'm fine with it. Like I did not have a an um, emotional attachment to the scales at all. I can look at the scales. I can be like, oh, I'm that much. Okay, that's fine. Doesn't mean anything. Uh, whereas clients will be like, like losing their head over this one pound they've not lost in a week. Um. And then it affects your mood. And then it's like, then you're stressed. And stress actually releases um, cortisol, which makes you bloat, which makes you hold water, water retention. So then the next day you'll probably put on a pound. And there's all these little yeah. things that you don't realise. It's not, it, it's, not, it's not fat. And sometimes if the scales go up, it doesn't mean it's a, a pound of fat you've gained. It's like, it takes you to be like a week, two weeks of a cal- calorie surplus to put on a pound of fat. That pound is not fat. It's so interesting. It could be anything. It could be you've not been to the toilet it could be that you've drank too much water, more water than normal you've had more carbs the night before had a late meal the night before like there's so many different things that affect the scales that it's so unreliable yet we rely on it yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. and it's people in the morning say if they get on the scales and they're a pound heavier that heavier they'll let that dictate their day and um, like, absolutely maybe I don't think it should dictate our day. Yeah, and it definitely shouldn't. But no. I feel like a lot of people... If it's the first thing you're putting into your head, if that's what you're going to do in the morning, weigh yourself every single morning, you're setting your day up for failure. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you? you say it now, so yeah. your day just follows on from that. You've done, <laughs> you've done this at university. We want to know, we've seen ourselves, is there people out here that are doing these sort of things, doing these plans, and they don't have the education behind them? Oh, God. Can this be toxic? And yeah. yeah. It's not even that they don't have the education. It's more the fact that they think, right, I'm going to get these before and after pictures on my Instagram, I'm going to put these girls on an 800 calorie diet. Yeah, they'll have a before and after picture, look great. And after that four weeks, goodbye, I've got nothing to do with you. Relationship with food, you're now in a bad way, really, because you're just rebound. Um, and some of those people actually have the education, that's that's the worrying thing. Wow. Um, but then there's the other side where people who aren't educated, yet, for example, say, if someone's lost a bit of weight and then they put on their Instagram story, a girl that's got no idea how to like they've never you know never never educated themselves on it yet they're giving advice out saying right girls i um I've done i was this. on this many calories i did this i did that and people girls could look at that and be like oh my god that that's what i need to do yeah. i need to do that to lose weight so it just puts this bad um people take that for like gospel yeah and, like yeah, everybody's different, different. Yeah. everyone's yeah. got a different body so like and that person, what they're not telling you actually is they've been on those eight hundred calories and they have fed you. And at the end of those four weeks, they'll be telling you they feel amazing because they look different to how yeah. they did four weeks ago. But mentally, they will not, not be okay. Right. And it actually worries me sometimes when I see girls and I actually feel for them. Like I can actually tell that you've got a really bad relationship with food. Obviously, I can't then message them on Instagram and be like, like, do you need help? Like, you should you shouldn't be saying this. You shouldn't be doing this because yeah. that's so intimidating when they're trying to better themselves. But Sometimes I have to like kind of hold myself back and think, 
I wish you could just say something and just help them. Yeah, and sometimes it's not sort of you against the world because no. obviously, like I said, there's a lot of people doing this as well as you. So, yeah. like, for you to approach every girl, some oh, exactly. everyone has different goals and everyone wants different things. So, I agree with you that it's not really sometimes you just think, I'm just going to leave. Yeah, yeah of course. Do you don't want to, like I said, intimidate them if they're trying to bet themselves and then someone with a bit of um, education actually puts them down. It's That's not a nice thing to do. No. But it does, it does upset me seeing it because I'm thinking their following is then following from that and we'll end up being in that it's a chain huge exactly yeah and it's a trend and yeah. i hate to say it yeah wait especially on tiktok now as well like it's all like i don't even I use down. tiktok you know <laughs> that's that is good I I like, like, I'm I'm not now, but like i go on it and it's we said in another one didn't we it's like a lot of it is food videos and like yesterday i saw mm. one and she was on 800 calories a day and i was like oh, how God. like how yeah, and it's, that's one meal for me. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's a meal and a snack. And it's <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's looking like a snack. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think all in all, the vibe I'm getting, girlies, when we're talking about these things, is that we're all different, and these calories, these numbers, they're all specific to ourselves, and really in. Obviously, they matter to an extent, but do they matter? They don't no. really. Like, no. if it's really affecting you and the way you're feeling, then you should do what Alice said and, like, get that rid of them scales. scales. Yeah. Because the mental health does come first. And I, yeah. and I think that's why it's hard um, with a lot of things me and Liv say, because it's quite contradicting. Mm-hmm. And, we, and it's good to have you here, yeah. Alice. It's good to have you here. I feel like sometimes like, I'm trying to obviously promote, like, um, yeah, ditch your scales, yeah focus on how you feel but at the same time people come to me to look a certain yeah, way to lose the weight so i'm yeah. like oh, right i'm trying to put, like um dictate one thing then uh, on the other other hand of it is yeah actually people come to me to look different yeah so i think once i like obviously get them in i then educate them and say yeah that it's not about because it's a bit of balance for you because you are yeah. a young entrepreneur and obviously we see that your your success and obviously it's important to <laughs> to also sell that part of the plan and yeah. people that want to achieve them goals, it's great. But on the other hand, it's good that you see that you have to educate them and rein yeah. them back in. And, and I could it, I could get those girls in four weeks to have a really good before and after picture, like I said, on those bloody 800 calorie diets. But I get those, four, those girls in for those four weeks and I educate them on what they need to do following from that. So not so much eating chicken, rice and veg because chicken, rice mm-hmm. and veg every single day, um, but how to put it into your life so it's just a lifestyle change and so that it's just normality and second nature eventually. So in those four weeks, some of them, yeah, get great results, but that depends on your genetics, how long you've been doing it. And if you're new to it, you will actually see a lot of uh, big weight loss quite quickly. But my emphasis is on the lifestyle change and after that four weeks that you can continue on to that and not rebound and not being disheartened if you're not getting the results. And then I'll I'll have girls that mention me six months later, like, this is what I've done. I've carried on with what you're doing and I've lost this. I've, I look this way or whatever and they're happy. Like, it's not just... It's after that that they actually grow from it. Yeah. I'm just yeah. educating them. I've got them there, telling them what to do. After that, they're gone. And I, in a way, I could I could get more money out of them and say, yeah. like, actually, no, you need to stay with me. I need to do this. But I'm educating them. I think we can all agree that sometimes this can be a little bit of an obsession within this industry. And I think an important thing to acknowledge is the competitions and things like that that come with it what do we think about that yeah it's also competing amongst other people online or competing but, in that way yeah, yeah. It's like competing amongst other people online mm. and over to social media this. to achieve the perfect body but then we've also got like the sport like competing yeah, it's like people yeah. actually in like bikini and bodybuilding mm. like what do you think about that alice do you have like it's, 
explain it a little bit first, yeah. Ariel, just to people that don't so, know to be what honest, it is. It's not something I'm highly educated on. It's not something I've ever, ever been interested in. As I touched on at the beginning, I was in a sport professionally from the age of uh, three, um, and then more more serious when I was about ten. I used to train like five times a week, six times a week. Wow. I go to Manchester, Wigan, Liverpool, just to go all these different coaches. Um, so like I said, I fell out of love with that. And I never want to put that pressure on myself again to to have myself have to compete against anyone for anything. Like what I do at the minute, I do because I love it. I do it to help other people. It's not, not about me at all. Um, so that's my view on it. But yeah, I appreciate what they do because obviously I've been a sports person and know how hard it is to have to eat discipline well all yourself. the time, discipline, yeah. the training, all the hard side to it. But um, I just think it can be quite dangerous and um, it can get damaging and it can be a bit obsessive. Um, and I think personally, having to stand on stage and have your body um, judged. judged, I think that is probably one of the worst things in the whole entire world in my eyes. Yeah, I think Because like you said, like it's not all about, yeah, you can have the discipline, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, but when you come off that stage and you're, you're being told you don't look right, like, I just think, mm. no, I don't know. It's just something about the lifestyle. Like, no. yeah. You wouldn't be able to have that, like, one... I, I mean, sometimes I hear to my clients if they're being, like, strict, one cheat meal a week, fine. Well, yeah. off-plan meal, hate calling it cheat. Yeah. It's not cheat. Just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're not cheating. <laughs> um, but I think with that, it's just so intense. Intense yeah. that it's just... It's not... It's not right for some people i don't think yeah. um i've just thought then girls um in a sort of in a way we said about judging and how in these competitions you're getting judged are we being judged every day from what social we post media, and yeah, social media yeah. and that all yeah. ties back yeah, in yeah it's yeah. true um, it's because i think everywhere you go these days especially online when everything's so fast paced like the lives you get in that um morale sort of thing that big and girls up is great and we're all for girls supporting girls and i think that's really important at the moment and obviously with the self-love movement yeah. and everything like that. But I think sometimes on Instagram, it can also have a very negative effect and it comes back into that comparing yourself mm -hmm. and everyone's body's being different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it it could even be said, like, now is Instagram and social media, like, the stage. Like, you know, like, yeah, exactly. beating, like so but it's like, who's, who, who's, is, if people are meant to win, like, who's the winner? Yeah. There's, there's yeah. never a winner. It's like with competing, there's that many people doing it, you're never going to be... The best of the best, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like when I did my sport, it was like, it was a clear winner. And that's yeah. why I liked that because I could train myself to be the best. And it was a case of discipline doing that. But like, we're competing in there's so many different categories and there's so, like, obviously you can, you can have drugs and stuff to make you enhance your enhance body. Your body. Um, I just think it's just, I don't know, it's damaging. I, I don't know a lot about it. Yeah. perception of the perfect body is going to be different to someone else yeah, as well exactly. so it's all just a matter of the day who's judging and things yeah. like that oh absolutely that is so true and i used to do when i went to uni did cheerleading and i just didn't get it because um it's not black and white like if you're in a race athletics that person ran faster than that person that is black and white yeah whereas something that's like more a bit more um, of a niche a bit yeah, more something and it's like really they're pinpoint. getting judged on the uniform but who looks the best well who's going to judge that who's to say like opinions are different or who like did this better and it's just an opinion it's not black and white like how how it works that makes sense yeah that's what i was like at uni as well i did um physiology physiology which like the nutrition body i loved all that side of it 
because it's the back of my answer, whereas sociology for me. I did sociology. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we are that. We are everything like in theory. between. And yeah. I was like, but this person did this, this person did that. Like, yeah. what do you mean? And we know like, we're doing that a lot with these podcasts yeah. that we're, we're coming back and forth. And a lot of the time it can be confusing even yeah, there to isn't us. Really there's, there's no answer. Reading that's in between what, the lines. That's, that's why we're working out social media. Yeah. There is no answer. There's no right way to do it. And there's no no right way to look for each body. I know we're, like, we're talking about loads of things here. But, um, yeah, I just stick with Instagram. You're chasing something that you're chasing to be the best, but it's, like, what you're trying to be the best of and yeah. who you're trying to impress. So you should have so many different races on Instagram. Like, if you're going yeah, to put in, like, that exactly. sort of thing, like, there's so many different things like to compete for on Instagram yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and really you can say that you're in competition with yourself but even sometimes we all know that that can be a bit overwhelming yeah. being the best you to a <clears throat> certain extent and obviously it is amazing to be the best you but when we take into factors figures and numbers if you're not in the right mindset sometimes that can have a negative effect but we're always striving to be the best us ladies <laughs> yeah <Sound> definitely <laughs> So we've got a statistic here that says there's 174 million club members worldwide. So it shows that it's such a big industry and it's such a big part of people's lives that it's so important we are talking about it. Um, so Alice, what, what are your goals for the future? Um, obviously going into this industry, you're going to be growing, um, anything new coming and what, how do you feel like what's new? <laughs> what's it? What's new? Um, so at the minute I am full with my online clients and obviously give them as much attention as I can. Um, Monday to Friday, I'm doing my check-ins, um, constantly on my work phone. So at the minute with online clients, full capacity. So obviously I do want to grow even more. I do have some stuff coming up that I can't really speak about because it's, um, it's not yet there, it's just in the pipeline. I can't really say anything until it's like confirmed. Um, I also want it to be a big surprise. Oh. But um, I do have stuff coming up, yeah. Um, but it's just goals at the minute. Like I said, I'm trying to pursue them, but um, just don't know where they're going to go. So you've got the right idea. You set your goals and then yeah, work towards yeah. them. Take your time. Manifest. Manifest. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, we'll be talking about that in another episode, yeah. don't we? Manifestation. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to say that a lot of Alice's clients, um, you might see me walking around. Mm. I am one of them. <laughs> I, I haven't actually got her any results yet because I'm just not in that, <laughs> that, that mind frame. That's absolutely fine. But I'm just going to say that we see a lot of Alice's clients around, don't we, Liv? And yeah. a lot of them are looking really healthy and happy and she's got rave reviews. So she is obviously a trusted PT and we've loved speaking to her today about Definitely. this. Thanks, um, And Liv just wants to ask, what is your biggest piece of advice that you'd give to somebody? Um, I'd probably say, first of all, think about who you're doing it for. Um, like we've talked about, are you doing it for the... Um, people that you've got on your Instagram, are you doing it to impress them, or are you doing it genuinely for yourself to improve your mental, physical health? Um, don't focus on how quick it's going to happen. Be consistent. Consistency, consistency and patience is what I say to my clients all the time. Trust the process. It's going to happen as long as you've got the right people telling you the right things. Do your research. Um, like we've spoken about these 800 calorie diets that are not ideal and just smash each day think of each day one every day ahead of you there's a, so the 24 hours ahead of you and um, what can you do to improve yourself in those 24 hours once those 24 hours are over that'll just keep happening keep rolling through and then eventually if it's if it's six months down the line and you're a better healthier person then you're winning whether it's four weeks six months yeah. it does not matter 
be patient and stay consistent with with everything everything that you've given out. That is lovely advice. And you can <laughs> be a, you can be a better person in all aspects yeah, as well. Exactly. Can't you yeah, um, yeah. The, what's that saying? Tomorrow's the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah. I think we've said this before. I always mm. drop this one in there. But like <laughs> Alice said, if you've had a bad day, don't dwell, isn't it? No, Alice? exactly. You've still got the rest of your life. Like one bad day is going to do absolutely nothing. Goals. Like I've said, mm-hmm. if you're thinking about um one week you put on a pound like i said it's not gonna those it'll take a good two three weeks for you to be eating a surplus to put on weight that one binge meal you had um that saturday night is not going to affect your results so don't think that mentally you're in a bad place and you've done wrong um and also i was going to say you need bad days to appreciate the good oh exactly it's all the time like i say okay bad week okay leave it the check-in check-in day with me today Leave that week behind. You've yeah. got a fresh new week, a fresh mindset, and just do it as much as you can. And sometimes on. life is so obviously we've talked about all variables and stuff. Life is so dependent day to day, and it can change. So it just depends on how you're feeling and what food is comforting you. Sometimes it's okay to have an off day and get back yeah, on absolutely. track. Like I said, focus on the up. six months ahead of you, not the day to day, week to week, and mm-hmm. that is when you're going to see the best results when you are making that lifestyle change, not this four week transformation mm. or this day to day. Yeah, for the picture or the day to day where you've had, like I said, like a binge one day and think, no, this isn't for me, I can't do it. Yeah. Focus on the six months and everything else make comes all with these it. little changes, mm. these little changes that you hear hear about and that you know you need to do to make yourself better. Focus on them over a six month time frame. Don't try and do it all at once. Do add each, each little thing in after like a month or so. And yeah, the results will follow. Oh well, thank Aww. you so much. <laughs> Can I get it? <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, thanks, girls. I've loved it. We've really enjoyed this, and hopefully, we'll be able to get a bit closer soon and have some more talks. Yeah, definitely. Mm, definitely. Thank you, everyone, thank you, and thanks for listening. We hope you've um, enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye.